0: go on to- we about to run wild with a style like no other So somebody call bro, this Clay mother And tell her Richard runs all the men like Ed Lover And Doc Dre, What Scott say what they Hang on every word like it's something that The Rock say No jr but they talking wrestling. We bring the noise with the boys, so we do castling, Soul So masculine, who's in machismo? Mutton chop shop, Gran Turismo No free throws, snout hoops and heels It's Ross retirement, give you the super feels Straight shoot, it's real a pipe bomb, get rid of the bull like the rocks right on, so stay calm, tranquilo, I'll go Naito and give them destino, and we know that you jumps ain't ready for the heartbreak runs and the Cuban genetti, they drop a heavy tat teaming like Teddy, long go strong with the heat like Eddie, so steady like when take a walk the tight rope, spaz like Taz with the mic in a tight choke, dirtiest player in the game. are a waste they bore illegitimate sons like Jason Jordan. Runs never giving respect Unless they going on air with a broken freaking neck So bounce like Papa Pop's pecs Every time they get down, they bound to catch wreck Y'all don't know nada, they the O'Connors You're the Washington Generals, they the Globetrotters A whole lot of podcasts on the scene But Richard Run's running wild, it's the cast of your dreams So it seems these two is too sweet Bullet Club pulling up with schemes to delete So retreat, we steal, we cheat But I never lie, I swear on these Got some for you Boy, what you gonna do when they run wild on you? Oh, hell yeah It's the big dog, right Red tires. And you're listening to the Running Wild Podcast Because if you're trying to run wild This is the place to do it Do you want to let everyone know that you get it? Do you not want to be a Melvin? Well then listen to the Running Wild Podcast And if you don't, you know what you are I'm the last real man, Silas Young and if you're any kind of man, you'll be listening to the Running Wild Podcast.
1: Hi guys, this is Mandy Leon, and you're listening to the Running Wild Podcast.
0: This is Sam Adonis, the other day last Chief CMLL, and you are listening to the Running Wild Podcast.
2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Running Wild Podcast. I'm your co-host, Rich, alongside you, as always, my co-host, Runs. Yes, sir. All right, very excited to be back with you guys. We have a little bit of a break for the last couple weeks. We are working out some kinks, uh, battling the man. We have officially moved from SoundCloud. If you're listening to us on iTunes, no problem at all. You can still follow us uh, there. And we are now available on Podbean. So uh, just remember, you can always – we're brought to you in partnership with pwponderings.com rhworld.com and last word on prowrestling.com so excited we have tons of stuff to talk about because we've been a couple weeks in the can uh getting ready for a huge weekend of wrestling and i think i could just say for both of us i'm excited that we are off on monday because uh once again we get we get some more miracles along this weekend
1: correct it is another new japan miracle and uh where a show just happens to be on a random weekday that we're off. I mean, you know, Columbus Day, not so random, but it is randomly on that day. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, we've had some snow days. uh, I think two snow days. Oh, that was the best. Actually, with with two shows, Um, one being Wrestle Kingdom. Like, are you kidding me? That's a a Wrestle Kingdom miracle. Uh, There's nothing else uh, to say, so.
2: And if you're outside New York City, you have to understand the public schools New York City do not like to close for snow, so that literally that was actually a miracle.
1: I mean, I don't. There's no other way, uh, really, to to phrase it. Well, Imagine like everyone who listens to this podcast um, clearly is way too obsessed with wrestling. So um, imagine just like having WrestleMania, having to work, and like, oh shit, no, actually, you don't have to work today. Go enjoy WrestleMania. Okay. I'll yeah' my
2: arm and uh, just just want to say uh, before we get into everything uh, thank you guys for sticking with us uh, you know uh, we're usually pretty uh, we're pretty uh, i'd say punctual with our releases you know uh, we're pretty reliant you know you can rely on us to be here um, had a little bit of this break and uh, appreciate you guys being there uh, listen to us and uh, sending us all those emails we're really you know we, it's well, tough to even sift through them
1: well now what if no one listens I and mean, and then you're just talking to nobody.
2: I mean, there's gotta be at least like three people from Russia who accidentally click on this because like they followed a link or something. Well, all right. So uh, with that out of the way, let's uh first thing that we'll talk about is the ring uh just kind of briefly the the big things that happened from Ring of Honor. So I think uh well I kinda I think I wanna let you start this off because this ties into your normal social media uh, blackout until you get your Ebola discs.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose the uh, worst thing to come out of the show was the confirmation of uh, Jeff Cobb winning Battle of Los Angeles. Uh, Ian Riccoboni, greatly appreciated. Um, hey, hey, don't know, forget, uh, Ian's
2: our guy. He ends the shows for us every week. so
1: Correct. That's why I know um, that he'll probably hear that, and just just know, you know, that he, he stole a little piece of my my soul. Uh, while I wait uh, for my battle of Los Angeles, discs, trying not to, uh, you know, know who wins. Uh, just crazy like that, but you know, really unfortunate. And you know, we talked a little bit uh, about how we just it, this is this is on PWG. You know, they they need to figure out a way to. Get something like Battle of Los Angeles out to the customer a little bit quicker, um, so you know people who want to actually watch it without knowing don't have to not live life. Uh, Wait, you know, because I don't. I, I would have had to like not watch any New Japan or uh, Ring of Honor because they both spoiled it in back-to-back days. Um, so I don't. You know, like how do you avoid seeing Jeff Cobb? It's, that's that's. Not anything. D-
2: didn't um didn't you said that New Japan also spoiled Ring of Honors TV tapings news?
1: Well he had the T V title. Oh,
2: he had it with him. Okay. So I'm gonna because that was on New Japan, we're gonna officially I'll officially touch on that. So I'm sure you're really excited runs to go through every single match here. Yeah, for sure. All right. We're we're a little removed from the event, uh but uh just kind of overall uh, I thought the first half of the show was a little quiet, um, in terms of like literally in terms of noise and in terms of really what was going on. Uh, they ran a new venue, so they usually run Samstown, which holds about a thousand people, I believe. I think under that, I, if I look at the number correctly, I think it's nine hundred fifty. They moved to a place that holds like nine thousand five hundred, I believe, the Orleans, and I don't know if that if that you know if the venue being so large is why the reactions didn't sound the way they did because the crowd just felt a little dead and that took me out of it um you know they opened with liger and king which you know liger's a legend uh so i expect that to be kind of
1: exciting uh you know liger is a legend but Kenny king is
2: not. He's from vegas he's a hometown guy i thought it would be a little bit i mean it would look the match was fine i liked it right, They continue the story he put
1: the hometown guy against the legend a
2: good guy it's versus, well, a... yeah, I mean, King's supposed to be, like, a good guy who's turning now, finally, so I right, get it, and, so and it's fine.
1: we saw a little bit of it, and he got a good reaction. It yeah. wasn't terrible. You know, it, it was, um, you know, what, what what you expect from Liger, and, you know, just kind of helping uh, build, build a guy up.
2: Yeah, no, I I, I like the way, and the injury angle was good for me. Uh, I was I thought it was weird, the tag team title match was second, like a really weird placement. Uh, I can't remember the last time I've seen at at least a tag title match that early in the night. They're almost always later. Uh, So, Briscoes, like we talked about, or we had discussed it, I'm not sure if on-air or off-air, but essentially, uh, we kind of discussed that. We thought the Briscoes were going to hold on to it at least until the final battle. And that's what happened here. Uh, But That was our first ref ref pump of the night, which will be a complaint of mine. Then uh, you had Sakai and Dashwood, and super shocker here, Sakai wins, but then... Over the weekend, we found out that Dashwood's shoulder was legit injured. So that would explain why she didn't win here. Because to me, all signs were pointing to her actually winning it, had it not been for that. Yes. Mart- Martinez beat Saban in what's essentially... In a. in It felt like a, a little bit like a longer squash match almost. I, I don't know. It just never felt like Sabin was really going to win this one. He doesn't. But Martinez retains. He's uh, beating down Saban anyway, and Jeff Cobbs comes out to make the save. And he uh, grabs that television title and he holds it over Punisher's body before he leaves.
1: Right, and, you know, if not for the uh, bowl of spoiler, this was exactly what we've been clamoring yeah. for from Ring of Honor for so long. Um, you know, I didn't think Saban ever stood a chance. This was exactly what I expected. And then Cobb coming out, it was just like, "Oh man, yeah, he looks good with that TV title. That makes just perfect sense." Uh, around His voice so just 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 makes perfect sense.
2: Total agreement. Uh, then we had now, so then now we had the tag team tables match, which I don't know. I mean, I know you don't watch it as closely as I do. I never got the feeling that it was an elimination tables match.
1: They said it like forty times. During
2: the show, but before the show, oh, like before, there was no, before, no, no there was no gotcha. indication to me. So you had uh, Cabana and Gordon versus Flip Gordon versus Bully Ray and Silas, and then essentially Bully's beating down Colt so bad. Ian runs down to make the save. He kind of does, but Colt can't uh, power bomb. Basically, Bully Ray through the table, so Bully Ray gets the advantage. Power bombs Colt through the table and then Ian scampers back. Um I don't I mean, it was really weird and different to see Riccaboni run down and interact there. I I just thought like I feel like maybe Bully should have done something dastardly there. Maybe they're holding it back, but it's just, the the interaction didn't really feel like it didn't feel like Ian cost him, you know, or I, I don't I didn't even know what the purpose of that was. I know that Bully's been literally bullying Ian, but I I didn't see why that happened right there because it didn't... If it would have cost them the match, it makes sense. But then they had too much.
1: Right, but you don't need Ian to, uh, you know, end up costing Colt. Like, I I don't know. uh, But it, it, it was... It was strange because this wasn't, like, dire straits for Colt. Like, you know, he wasn't, like... I don't know, this wasn't like a last-man-standing, be-all, end-all kind of match to me. This is a tag team tables match. Maybe it is the end of that that half of the beef, but it didn't feel like that. And I didn't love Caprice uh, on commentary, Um, so that didn't help the moment because it just felt like he was reading, like, Ian, don't go. No, Ian, what are you doing? Oh, Ian, why go? Oh, no. Uh, It it didn't feel... uh, Heartfelt or legitimate, so which is weird
2: because he he's really there's one thing that Coleman's good at is he gets he gets real hyped about stuff, right?
1: He was hyped, but it it didn't feel genuine. He just felt like he was yelling like words he was reading off the script.
2: Fair, fair. No, yeah, that was weird. And then the end. So basically, Gordon outsmarts bully. It's down to Gordon and, and Young. He puts up. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to say that there was a ref bump in the Martinez match as well. So now we're off to two ref bumps, uh, and now you've got a no DQ match, um, and you have a ref bump. So Gordon goes up and hits the 450 onto Silas through the table, and then the ref is still out. So Bully Ray attacks him, switches them, which is a great heel move, uh, and uh, now and then Bully and Young win the title, uh, win the uh, the match there. So, you know, I. Another thing is that the, the the referee team, or at least Sinclair, when something happens, if another referee's in the ring, he comes down and he's like, no, 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 guy. Like, this is what happened, right? Yeah. I don't understand why someone come, came out and was just like, yo, uh, Todd, that's that's not what happened, right? Like, I don't really get it because if if your story is that there is no enforcer, so the referees now are, like, flexing their muscle more in terms of making sure that matches don't end that way, then – then you have to be consistent about that.
1: And, and you know, it's, it's wrestling and it, it, that's just how it goes. But yeah, I mean, we're, we're getting to a point where it's, it's too much to overlook at this point. You know, if it, it happens when they want it to happen. And so either it never happens or it happens all the time. You know, it, it just, I don't know. Like it, it would, it would give the heels maybe some more legitimate wins. Um, if, say, something like that happened and then, uh, you know, another ref came out said, oh, no, you know, this didn't happen, restart it, and then maybe the heel, you know, obviously a lot of the time the babyface face is going to get that win. But every once in a while when the heel still comes through, somehow gets the win, it could add an extra yeah. layer to them. But, yeah, so anyway. I mean, and
2: that's three ref bumps out of seven matches, just to be clear, on the night. So I just feel like there's another way to do things. Um, I understand you're prolonging stuff. I get it, but I still right. don't love just, to see the rough bumps, man.
1: Right. It can't be that many on the same show. Three matches in a... Oh well, no, I'm
2: sorry. You had the the reprieve during the women's match, but you know, three out of four matches, you know, in succession, it's just kind of crazy. Uh, the ten man tag was what exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um, Super fun, exciting, the crowd got up for it, Um, and Marty ends up winning it with a chicken wing. So I really enjoyed it. I'm not cutting it short because...
1: It just was what it was.
2: Yeah. And then the main event, I thought, was... I think it Uh, over-delivered. I don't know.
1: I don't want to say it over-delivered because it was what I expected, but it was phenomenal. Like, you know, Osprey and Lethal are two of the best. I didn't know um, that Osprey was getting jacked up now and was uh, yeah, a man. lot bigger. So it, it, I don't know if it was, you know, I haven't seen Osprey in a little bit or maybe it was subconscious. I really don't know, but he looked a lot faster. Like it, it looked like he had a little more oomph behind those kicks. And so it didn't take away from his speed. It didn't take away from anything he was doing. And, you know, hopefully that helps him uh, in the long run too. But you know, yeah, uh, seeing Osprey in this spot was awesome. Um, you know, it was a really, really good match. There were some good near falls for Osprey, and you know, uh, I really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, totally. You know, I feel like there are times where you have a Ring of Honor match where it's like random guy from New Japan or somewhere challenging for the title, and you know they're not going to win, and then. Kind of brings the match down, but I they, they it was the complete opposite here. I've been loving Lethal's reign.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, and it makes sense. Uh, they're you know putting him against the, the correct challengers and you know people he has a, a history with, and so it, it'll be nice uh, to see some fresh blood get in there. Um, at some point. Um, mainly, uh, Matt Taven. So after this match, yeah. Uh. You know the kingdom comes out and attacks him, and so what I also didn't like about this, and it it took away from it at the beginning, um, like when when the kingdom is attacking lethal, the I don't remember if it was Caprice or both of them or just Ian whatever, but they were yelling like, why is the kingdom attacking him? But why are they doing this? What what do you mean why are they doing? It? Like I don't know what are you questioning? It's the kingdom and lethal. They they have a history. And they're having their boy Taven's back. Like, I don't...
2: Yeah, I mean, that was
1: a little weird. I think they are just trying to be surprised. Um, right, but you know what? Like, just say, like, oh, the kingdom is sticking up for their leader, Taven. He he couldn't be here tonight. I, I don't know.
2: They could have at least said, like, you know, they're trying to right the wrongs, the, yeah, the conspiracy, yeah. like that. Yeah, that would have helped.
1: We know the history Lethal has with Taven. They're sending him, the champion, a message.
2: But I won't <laughs> lie... Uh, I kind of overlooked it because I was so hyped to see Taven back, man, with that beautiful purple back belt. He's the real Ring of Honor champion. Uh, I've been fan of real world champions uh, since I was a wee boy. Uh, I, I, I was one myself when I lost the title to my uh, – shout out to my boy Jesus out in California. Uh, he beat me and then I bought it from him. So then I became myself the real world's champion because I held the belt. So I got a, a little spot in my heart for that kind of angle. Loving this. Uh, Taven's new look I think is good. Uh, I think it's good for him. It's good change. And I think that's going to be the final battle match. Uh, especially because yeah. they've booked Silas Young against Lethal for Glory by Honor, which is going to be about a week away from now. So, yeah. No, I mean, I think this is... Uh, that's your final battle match. And I'm hyped for it because Lethal's a good... I mean, Lethal's a he's been a good champion and Taven is a great heel. You're going to the crowd's going to boo against him,
1: you know? Like Taven doesn't right, have to and, win. And final battle is in New York. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Taven being from Boston is already right there. Um, Lethal's from, heat, but,
2: you know, he's a quick train ride away from New York City.
1: Right. And so that that just plays perfectly. Um this whole angle has been awesome. Taven has Had one of the best years out of anyone, just in terms of, like, you know, if there was a most improved award, you know, that guy gets it. Um, You know, and that's not saying he was ever bad or anything like that, but just uh, he has exploded um, in in terms of Ring of Honor and just being a legitimate character. Um, I think he looked better without the hair. Um, Yeah, I know. I I really did like it. Um, The perfect. I was going to be, you know, maybe a little more vicious or uh, vindicative, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. Definitely looking forward to it. That'll be a great uh, final battle match. And just crazy that, I don't know, four or five years ago, uh, we saw Taven vs. Lethal in the cage at Field of Honor. It was just like the opening TV title kind of, you know, oh, yeah, this is cool. And now, you know, here we are all this time and it's, you know, main eventing their biggest show of the year.
2: I actually like saw like a Facebook memory or something of that like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh my!" Like I forgot that we saw that. Like that. That's just kind of
1: crazy. i um, never because we were first row for a cage match like that. I and mean, that was pretty dope. Yeah, you <laughs> know. So uh, that it's always just like, "Oh, a cage match! Oh, we found Taven, sweet!" Because at that point, you know, Taven was really just early on. Like, yeah, you know, House of Truth type stuff and all that. But, yeah. Oh,
2: that's the truth. I miss Truth Martini so much. All right, well, so that, if you
1: heard Coker Bennett's podcast
2: this week? You'd I like did. To hear a little, no, no, uh, I was truth. so hyped. I just, uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I listened to the whole episode, but I like fast forwarded till I just heard like, you know, man, like you know, hey, and I was like, oh, there we go.
1: It was good to hear that he just like grew up and just doesn't want to wrestle anymore. Yeah, I get it.
2: I guess the other ROH news that come out of the weekend before we get out of here is Punishmore Martinez uh, out of uh, leaving Ring of Honor and uh, he's going to be taking independent bookings. But I think <laughs> we all know what that means.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's just like uh, you got to say that because otherwise like it's too obvious. But there's no reason for him to leave Ring of Honor. Um, they, they're with – it's not like he's going to go to New Japan. You know, he could just do that with Ring of Honor. Um, so – Unless he just wants to go wrestle for Evolve, I I don't know. Um, Maybe that'll be a pit stop on his way. But, uh, you know, it makes no sense other than he's going to NXT. Like you mentioned, he's uh, a little bit up there in age, so good for him. He's a big dude. Um, You know, we'll see what happens uh, in NXT. You know, we've seen guys like Dijak go there and just... uh, die jack i don't know um so you know um poor guy
2: he's got he's he's up there with Janetti now where he's got a a definition right now in the, uh, uh, the wrestling I mean, dictionary go i don't to, know
1: it's just yeah it go to nxt
2: and die, die jack I don't understand why uh and i'm not saying that to be fresh <laughs> really, i love the dude really makes no i love
1: sense. him yeah <laughs> it's You know, and like, it's not like, oh, we don't have a spot. Every time somebody, Keith Lee, uh, Matt Riddle, (laughs) everyone's just showing up and they have a spot. So, uh, he's on every house show. Is he really just that bad? I don't know what, in terms of what. like Oh, he can't talk? Okay, give him a manager. Oh, uh, uh, he wasn't bad in the ring, so...
2: None uh, of it makes sense, know. man. None of it makes <laughs> sense. Maybe one
1: day, you know, he'll leave and we'll we'll get something. But man, let's go back to Ring of Otter, baby. Yeah, man. It, it's like Hero. You know, he was a huge deal when he went back to the Indies after just kind of a shit run in NXT. Uh, maybe that's the problem with I I don't know. Uh, we've seen pictures though. It's not like he's putting on weight. So no. I don't know, man. Maybe he had a bad attitude. Uh,
2: I don't know. Uh, it doesn't seem like that guy, but we'll see what happens. So, uh, you know, bust off with the punishment, see if he shows up involved at some point. I feel like that's that's the holding pattern, but...
1: Uh, right. He'll you know. go there for a match or two and then just
2: be on NXT. All right. Uh, then we uh, had N- uh, New Japan Fighting Spirit Unleashed. Uh, so, really, I mean, you had a bunch of six-man's... Uh, matches but i think the the big new the big matches were uh scrolled uh you know defending the junior the iwgp junior heavyweight title Incorrect. no i'm sorry it was a tournament match um Correct. against will osprey and uh semi finals story once again
1: death texas and scroll beat osprey baby that was a great it's, text <laughs> it, it is because that is the best tagline like one of it's you know it's always a tough thing You never know, um, like when you're watching a rivalry, kind of as you're watching it, right? Like you don't know Cena Edge was Cena Edge until they started telling you, like, "Oh, remember these ten matches? These guys have," you know what I mean? That's crazy. So, like, you don't you don't think about that as as they're having a match. It's it's not a rivalry until it's a couple of matches. So, you know, the the fact that this is like the tagline for that. And it's something that Ospreay just, like, rarely overcomes. It's such a good story so that when he does beat Skrull, it's such a cool moment. Um, You know, he's been the junior heavyweight champion. He's putting on some weight. So is Marty. But I think this is Marty's time to uh, win the junior title and and hold it for a little bit. You know, he's gained even more popularity every time he's in Japan. Uh, You know, Kushida uh, very easily could win this tournament. But he doesn't need it. Uh, again, so let's let's give this this girl let's have give him a nice moment, nice win, and go from there. Does Kushida ever look older? No, he's. I
2: mean, I I, I picture him to be Marty McFly's age, about a senior in high school or something like that. Um, <laughs> perpetually, I just maybe he legit has like access to the time machine because I don't understand it. Like, dude, never really looks older.
1: No, it's
2: it's not like he looked like. Okay, it's not like. Uh, four or five years ago, he looked crazy young, and now he just looks regular young. Like, he looks the same, which is just amazing. Yeah. Then you had the IWGP tag team title match, and the Gorillas of Destiny defeated the Young Bucks in a really, you know, heavyweight hoss battle here. And uh, Marty, uh, not Marty, what am I talking about? <laughs> Matt Jackson hurts his back again because we just talked about Marty. It starts with an M-A-R or M-A, sorry. So Matt injures his back again. And that kind of um, leads us a little bit into – or like a little uh, add-on here is that on BTE, you know, they kind of highlighted this. BTE came back this week after some time off. I thought the beginning was great, by the way, with Marty – like they're all there checking in for the meeting and Marty shows up and he's like how late is he like it's nine minutes ten minutes like 14 minutes late uh um, right.
1: just the, the 12 minutes and you know, like they said he went over and like everyone else being like well we were on time hey we were, I wasn't supposed to be here and I was on time like just oh uh, yeah our match is finished on time like so that was just a nice play on the the reports but uh yeah just great stuff uh, perfect way for them to come back
2: so now you know, and now you've got that, that ticking clock. Uh, so we were talking about it before the show. Is that ticking clock just till the contract runs out, or is that like contract runs out uh, and I might retire?
1: Well, but so like I say these things because like how cool would it be? But I don't really believe it. Um, but like you know, he they're dropping titles, the clock, the contracts, all that stuff. How cool would it be if they just had a run in WWE? You know, just go there, Rumble, Mania, and then whatever. Um,
2: but Supercard. But
1: whatever. But, you know, it's it's a fun thing to think about, you know. Um, so, yeah, who knows where they're going with this. They also teased uh, All-in-Two, Double or Nothing. Um, so, you know, I think we're going to get that at some point. That's a great... In your house name, by the way, like double or nothing. I, I, yeah, I just it's, like that. It's fantastic. Um I was thinking of like what like triple up, like I don't triple crown, what do you do for the next one if you have one, you know? Um but yeah. Keep it going. Doesn't matter. I, I you know, it's one of those things like I need to see them at a WrestleMania, but I it doesn't matter. Um it, it's I feel like they deserve that, but I know there are realistic things that have to go into that. But, you know, if all I see is them on Ring of Honor or New Japan, great. It doesn't matter. They're blowing up the world. It, it is a perfect uh, thing for them. So, you know, it will be cool. It's a fun thing to think about. They are going to tease the crap out of it on being the elite, and that'll be a lot of fun. Did you see
2: Cody's kind of sly comment where they're like, "Oh, we got got our death before dishonor tonight," and then he was like, "Yeah, it's." Uh, I think he said something like, "It's sold out," or like, "It's like." He did something with, like, uh, rabbit ears. Kind of implying, like, oh, look, like, we just did all in and, and, they, d- and they didn't sell this out. And I was I was like, damn, that's kind of savage. I'm surprised that they would put Maybe that up there. they were saying
1: that they sold
0: out.
2: Uh, I didn't think of it that way. I thought it was just pot shots at Ring of Honor. Because I thought that what they're trying to do here is really make it seem like they might leave. When I don't think there's... I would die. I mean... I'm not going to die, but like if Cody and the Bucks both leave Ring of Honor right now, holy crap, man. Like that I just don't even... Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, Cody winning uh, the U.S. title on, on New Japan and being the NWA champion, uh, you know, he's, he's at the top of this game right now and just continuing to grow.
2: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that was the Cody defeated Juice. Uh, you know, a little, I mean, I know it's a different company and whatever, but um, I, I did kind of want to see Juice hold on to the U.S. title a little longer. I just, <coughs> happy for Juice, it's, so.
1: Yeah, it, it's one of those things where it was like, you know, I would like to see Juice hold it, but Cody with his belt is just the right time, right place, right guy, you know?
2: Yeah. No, I get it. I mean, and he's, you know, he's he's the man right now, uh, yeah. as Giordani Jordani been said. You know, I am the man. Uh, that's a random reference for you, Met fans out there. Uh, so moving along, uh, I thought just we're just touching on uh, briefly uh, Raw and SmackDown. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just, it's a, it's almost like they just like they have too much coming up, so they can't do that much. You know, you,
1: right, and it,
2: you had you had the really I think the, the big thing was the war dog standing tall over the shield.
1: Uh, well, I mean, the biggest thing is this uh, Ambrose tension with the shield. And, you know, that's something that everyone expected and wanted. And, you know, it's one of those things that I don't know if you're teasing this too much so that it's too obvious and then it never happens, which would anger me. Or when it does happen, I'm going to be like, oh, okay, you told me this was filming. I don't really care. Um, you know, what made Rollins' turn so awesome was nobody saw that coming. Yeah. Um, so if everyone knows, you know, there's something going on with Ambrose, then, uh, you know, that's not as fun. But I won't really complain. His uh, promo on Raw was pretty awesome. I, I heal Ambrose is what he needs to be. Um, so At some point, sooner or later that's That's gotta happen Um, but, but you know, I'm fine with like Alright, hey, this guy's back You know, let's, let's cheer him Let's remember we love him And now we'll make him into a dick So hopefully that's where we go And I don't really care how we get there Let's just get
2: there See, like, just a little bit of fantasy booking What if on Raw You had like I don't know what if you had just for this week like uh McIntyre's injured, he can't wrestle, so now they have like that happens like early in the show, right, so now you get announced that like you know the war dogs will have to fill that spot, and right now they have a mystery partner, and then you have the tension so that's it's now like, huh, what if Ambrose jumps sides right, and he ends up not doing it and you prolong it longer, but that would have been a little bit more interesting, I think than the war dogs just standing over them. And that's it. And now we're going to have the match at Super Showdown.
1: Well, right. I mean, that's, that's why um, it ended that way, so that The Shield can stand tall at Super Showdown. But, um, you know, there was also some tension between the War Dogs and Braun telling Dolph, a loser. Um, this is another thing that's just coming sooner rather than later. Um, oh, yeah. Drew is the man <laughs> and needs to be on his own, uh, sooner than later again. Um, but yeah, so at some point, you know, Dolph is going to get turned on and beaten down and, you know, this is a great time for Dolph and hopefully that, you know, build bigger sympathy and, uh, he continues to grow.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, man, I could listen to McIntyre just cut kind a of promo for an hour yelling, that's all, I, that's all I want to hear. Yeah,
1: terrifying dude. Um, so scary. Awesome. Uh, just yeah, so I scary.
2: That, I, I'll i never, so scary. Uh, I can't even get over. It. I mean, you guys know I did, you know, the commentary best in the world and it was around Jay Briscoe, you know, as, as previously slightly intimidated and slightly is kind of an understatement that I was of uh, the Briscoes. Totally cool. Uh, not McIntyre, man. That dude is legitimately frightening. God, so ridiculous. So that was Raw. I think the the best thing from SmackDown for me was the fact that uh, Carmella and Truth are uh, this team is is working. Uh, I man, I love seeing our Truth on TV. Uh, I love that it's more than just the mixed match challenge. Uh, sad that they beat uh, you know Zelina. And uh, Almas, but man, I love seeing Archie out there. That guy is ridiculous. He's the best. It's it's crazy. Like he can just come out there and he's just the same stuff, and I'm totally entertained. And it, it was kind of like the best thing on SmackDown.
1: Like, well, let's not go that far because Samoa Joe AJ is still okay, uh, pretty awesome. But um, uh, it, it's I I enjoyed the Mixed match challenge being around because they use it on Raw and SmackDown. It's not just its own thing. Um, you know, they they promote it and they have these guys in actual pairings and coming out together and all that sort of stuff and that's enjoyable. It, it makes for some just like, <laughs> why are Alicia Fox and Jinder? You know, like it makes for some random stuff like that that's, that is kind of entertaining to watch and then it makes for some like, Bailey and Finn or uh, AJ and Charlotte, just things that make so much sense. Uh, so, you know, it's a fun little thing that they do, and uh, it's—I like the way that they're using it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can't really. the 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 one thing that thing that the other thing that sticks out for me for SmackDown though, was the Seattle uh, Supersonics reference by uh, Elias. My God, the booze! Uh, I just got to be clear. So, I want to ask you a question. Renee Young made a comment or, like, made a reference to Detlef Trump. Now, Ian Riccoboni will consistently make references to sports stars from a town that he's in from, like, the 90s to 96 or something like that. You know, like, he, he does it all the time. Okay. He'll be like, like a Joe Carter-type swing, you know, like, stuff like that. Good. Did Renee Young look up this information, or did she, because I love Detlef Strumpf, so I, so I popped, but then I was like, wait a minute, is this real? I mean, for Renee real?
1: Young worked for... Like the Canadian ESPN. Okay, so, fantastic, good. She, this makes like, me so happy. She knows her stuff uh, because yeah, I don't want so.
2: someone to fake <clears throat> name drop Detlef Schrumpf Like no. that dude's one of my heroes, no. Greg Ostertag.
1: She said it very confidently yeah. and just okay. smoothly. It, it didn't seem like uh, she didn't know what she was talking about. Maybe someone gave her that one. Uh, I don't know, but uh, yeah, that was just good stuff. And my God, I have. I don't. Never in my life have I heard booing like that for that long. Kevin Owens, maybe they turned up the, the crowd or down the – doesn't matter. Doesn't take away from the moment. Kevin Owens was literally screaming on the microphone, and you couldn't hear him on the TV. Um, uh, man, that was fun.
2: Yeah, I know. I was uh, – that, <laughs> that was super fun. I, I
1: definitely feel like it, Vince was, like, in a live ear, like, yo, just keep going milk this year,
2: yeah no I mean you're nothing uh, nothing wrong about that at all I just
1: uh, Leo rush continues to be fantastic um, <sighs> Man. Leo rush and r truth have to be Vince's two favorite people uh Leo rush is just I can it's hilarious um, but aren't
2: also... um aren't they actually boys who uh Vincent, like r truth, didn't you? I feel like you told me that, that they're like they're like legit, like like Le- Vince really does love r truth, like
1: they're just like it makes perfect sense. I mean, like he has to. Laughing, yeah, exactly because he's cracking up at fart jokes and you know our truth, but uh, yeah. So
2: I want to know what he calls yeah. them too.
1: Truth, yeah, you know, Ronnie. I can probably cause him a word that I won't say on this. That he's used on TV before, but um, I hope to God
2: that that's the case. I really do.
1: um, Nah, well, in this this kind of world, they can't can't do that. Um, Not not saying the ER version. Oh
2: no 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 no. no, no.
1: Let's I don't not not any racial. I'm
2: just talking about like
1: what up when when yes
2: that would be amazing.
1: Uh, Exactly yeah well you know Vince is a wild dude and uh, you know I don't know so anyway.
2: You know, like at this point Vince, like I assume that he walks like Vince backstage. Like just to pop people, like as there 'cause like yo, you're like pretty new to the company, like you walk out of the dressing room, Vince is walking by and he's doing the Vince walk. Like that's gotta be a dream come true.
1: He just walks like did you uh, Jimmy Jacobs, um I believe it was Jimmy Jacobs, yes. Was on whatever random podcast show, maybe Colt or whatever, um, during all in weekend. And he told a story about somebody sneezed. And I believe I meant that. Don't sneeze. Somebody sneezed, and he was like, Oh, got to put up my shield. And like he made like a motion of like putting up an invisible shield in front of him. And then somebody sneezed like behind Adam Pierce in a meeting, and he was like, Oh, Adam, you got to put your shield up. <laughs> so, uh, you know nothing is out of the question with that guy and he is eccentric to the T.
2: Oh man. So good. All right. Uh, so I'll just mention this before we go to showdown quickly. I'm hyped for this. Um, it's actually kind of relevant to the show. Uh, so I'm actually, I think I'm reading something wrong here, but, uh, we have this Friday is CMLL's international grand prix tournament. Uh, It is going to be... It starts at 9.30. It's going to be on Honor Club. So if you have Honor Club, you have the full year subscription. It's actually free. Uh, The reason to take a look at it is that you have... Essentially, it's like an 8 on 8. I I feel like these names are wrong. One name is wrong. So I'm just going to go through it. Uh, Maybe I should go to CMLL's site because this site seems... I don't think it's 9 on 9. So it's 8 on 8. But the way their tournaments work is that you have 8 dudes on each side. And it's elimination. But let's say that the entire side of the Mexican team beats the international team. It's down to two guys. Those two guys then face off and win the tournament. So you have on the Mexican side, uh, you have Ultima Guerrero, Monte Azul, Volador Jr., Sanson, El Cotuero, uh, Caristico, El Terrible, Euforia. And I believe that just said it wrong. Yeah. So we have four
1: wrong. guys on four, uh, eight guys on eight guys. Anyway.
2: Well, because the other side is is more interesting. Uh, there's a ma- there's a name here that's listed that I believe is incorrect. You have Jay Briscoe, Mark Briscoe, Flip Gordon, Michael Elgin, David Finley, Okamura, and then you have uh, Mil Muertes, uh, who's known as Gilbert El uh in CMLL. And the guy named this guy named Black Magic, who uh, I don't think anybody in the world knows. He just debuted in CMLL on Monday, and apparently he's an international star, even though nobody knows him. Uh, I think it's just because he wasn't born in Mexico. So I think it's really cool that there are so many Ring of Honor guys involved in the tournament. They usually have a couple, but there there are more this time. Uh, I'm hyped to see Finley there.
1: So what name did you think was wrong?
2: Well, they have Matt Taven listed. Oh. and uh, Taven wasn't actually previously announced, and even uh, one week on their like, interview show, Ultima Goro was like, well, you know, after what Taven did, you know, and they were like, oh, wait a minute. It's like, the host was like, Taven's not in it. And he's like, he's not? So then like, later on, he mentioned it again. He's like, oh, you know, well, with Taven being one of the guys, and he's like, um, Taven's not in it. So, <laughs> unless like, there's been a last minute add to it, which I don't think, it, it's usually eight on eight. So Maybe it,
1: Taven it, is Black magic.
2: No, I I saw him, and that guy is definitely not Taven. Okay. Anyway. uh, I don't even want to... I mean, there's the obvious reason as to why he's not uh, just based on the name, but uh, there's more than that as well. So uh, that's available for free, uh, and it's going to be on Honor Club. So even if you can't catch a Friday night, uh, it's worth... The rest of the show, I'm not going to lie to you, not super exciting. Uh, If you're not a... Okay, even if you watch CMLL, it's not the most exciting card outside of that. However... That match is going to be really cool, and it's going to take most of the show up. So if it starts at 9:30 and you want to watch it live, I would wait till about 10:15 before you put on the show. Uh, definitely don't put it on 9:30 because uh, you might want to turn it off. But I'm still excited about it, so I'm going to be wearing my masks. Um, I don't know who I'm rooting for here. It's tough. I guess I got to root for the world, but I kind of run a root for Mexico because that's they're the good, you know, they're the hometown team. That was about four minutes longer than Jeff wanted to talk about CMLL moving on super showdown so I'll go to sleep and uh, I'll wake up and super showdown I'll be on for probably about two hours. It starts at 5 a.m Eastern time so the you have the cruiserweight champion Cedric Alexander defending against Buddy Murphy uh, you know they've had their issues back and forth I just I don't what? think Murphy's the one to win.
1: Do you? But Murphy is from Australia. Oh interesting. I I wanna say. I'm pretty sure that sounds right.
2: A Melbourne, Australia. And that's where I, yeah, that's he's actually not just from Australia, he's from where they're actually hosting the show. In Melbourne. Well,
1: so. Alright. Interesting. That's what I thought. Smart. Um it right. is possible that he uh wins this. He yeah. he's solid. I, I I like him. Um Cedric hasn't been, you know, the a home run, so it's you know, could be uh time for a little change. Uh, that's that would be a fine thing. So
2: to be fair here, I'm gonna pick Cedric because I didn't know that info before you shared it. So You know, I think you're picking Buddy. I'm going to pick Cedric just because I think it's unfair for me to uh, change sides here when I was so adamant before you mentioned that.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, to be fair, um, I didn't know that information until I shared it. So, um, (laughs) uh, you know, uh, yeah. So I'll go with Buddy Murphy.
2: Fair. Uh, Then we have Asuka and Naomi versus the Iconics. Yep, who cares?
1: Asuka, I guess, right? sure uh, uh, well I mean the Iconics are also from isn't one of them from Australia possibly Billy Kay maybe maybe
2: yeah that could be I, I don't want to look that one up you can you can if you want <laughs> not, like that one's not worth it for me because uh, I just don't care about that match no uh, not at all Smackdown Tag Team Champions New Day vs. The Bar
1: yep Billy Kay Australia wow man two of two
2: All right. uh, Hopefully, there are no Australians in this match. Uh, New new Day versus uh, versus the Bar. Pretty sure Cesaro is from Italy.
1: Big E is from (laughs) Cesaro is from Switzerland. So,
2: Claudio Castelloni?
1: Oh, okay. The Swiss cyborg. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Swiss Superman. Some type Uh, of a joke. I forgot the Castelloni thing. Oh, Kane Royce is also Australian. yeah. Okay. Oh, great. Nice.
2: Interesting. If you had two heels when, I mean, if they keep this order.
1: Well, yeah,
2: I don't know that that would happen. But, yeah. So, New Day versus Bar. I don't see any reason why the Bar wins it here.
1: No, no. New Day gets a pop
2: in the country. Pancakes, fun dancing, craziness. It'll be fun. Yeah. Brian versus The Miz. That'll be good.
1: Um I don't know. Is this the time for Brian to get a win? I don't
2: know. I mean, he hasn't won in he hasn't won since he supposedly resigned signed WWE. He's lost like Shelton. Right. Lost uh, he's lost like three in a row, essentially because of Miz. So, right. I think he has it, it to would win seem here. Like he
1: gets the, maybe Miz gets counted out or something like that. Yeah,
2: something because I don't think this is the end. Even if it's Super Showdown, Super mm-hmm. Long Down. Uh, so let's keep going because there are about nine other matches. Uh, I'm probably exaggerating. Then we have. Uh, the match I never thought that I wanted to see when it was announced. John Cena and Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens and Elias, but, man, Kevin Owens and Elias take... Uh, they take Lemons and make Lemonade, man. Like, I... Well, I don't know.
1: I'm really Yeah, excited. I mean, Elias has, yeah, Elias has been great, and Kevin Owens just is always great. So, uh, it makes perfect sense, and that reaction that they got on Raw, like we talked about, um, you know, that's going to boost them uh, definitely in terms of, like, Vince's eyes, right? Like, that's got to be like, oh, shit, that's it. These guys are tag team champions. You, you know, like, that's something that I can easily see. Did um, should get
2: Skinner to come out just as, uh, what's his nope. name? What's the Australian? Uh, uh, Crocodile Dundee, and uh, then beat well, him that, up before the match.
1: Well, that wouldn't be good. But what if or, know, What if, alive? But, um, <laughs> what? You know.
2: Crocodile Dundee? No, you're talking about the Crocodile Hunter. I'm talking about Crocodile Dundee, man. Oh, uh, all
1: right. Anyway. But, um I, I just I'm so excited to see Leo Rush and John Cena. Okay, like that that's got to be uh, some funny stuff going on uh, between them. Because, huh? Who would think?
2: Now that uh, you said that, I wonder if they if Le- Cena and Lashley lose because maybe Cena gets like, distracted or annoyed by Rush.
1: There's no way that they lose. um A super. It's John Cena in Australia. Yeah. Um,
0: so Imagine no I
2: got to see John. I got to see John Cena in Australia once. Uh, did he win? No, he actually no, lost, no, he lost to Elias. Yes. No, that wouldn't hold up ten years from now. I mean, no, no disrespect to Elias. No disrespect. I'm just saying. Then the uh, women's champion Becky uh, defends against Charlotte Flair. Uh, Becky is not from Australia. Just to be clear. No. But um, she's from, you know... I mean, if you want to go UK stuff... And also the bar. I mean, there's that UK connection.
1: Uh, However, I am quite positive that Ric Flair has... Uh, some women have taken a tour of Space Mountain uh, oh. in Australia.
2: Well wow. I mean, did you see... Uh, you know, Becky had that that poster for the show, which is her standing over, over Charlotte Flair, which is great. Uh, but also she tweeted out, like, hashtag boo the woo, which I... Nice. Amazing. I don't think she loses it here. I think uh, she keeps it. I mean, okay. she's been a strong champion.
1: Right. And I can easily just see Charlotte winning the Rumble and challenging Ronda.
2: So, uh, Ronda Rousey. Uh, uh, nope. Nick, Nikki Bella and the, the street shooter, uh, mm-hmm. Brie Bella. Uh, Let's
1: not get into that.
2: Yeah. Oh. All right. I won't talk about it. But uh, I... Ronda and the Bellas have to be the Wired squad. There's right. Oh, you,
1: really? No, I think um, yeah, fucking course. Anyway, or maybe
2: uh, Liv gets her comeuppance.
1: Yeah, anyway. maybe she kicks Brie in the face, but they're not getting the win. That would be ill. I just want to see it. <sighs> it's just I, I get what Daniel Bryan said, like oh, let's everyone hurts someone, but the dive that almost killed her, and then kicking kicking Liv in the face, just not a good uh, stretch.
2: Not a good stretch. I mean, everyone's got a bad stretches, so.
1: Yes, for sure. But Brie is not the greatest. Well,
2: I don't think that was even. I think that we could have said that before any of that. But you know, well, that's
1: that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not like you know. Now that she came back, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, just go back to being a mom, enjoy your life. Do not hurt yourself or anyone else, please. Let's get out of this.
2: Yeah, I mean, we talked about it earlier, but the Shield versus the War Dogs. I mean, it's another time where I feel like at this, you know, the.
1: the faces win yeah, probably but I'm looking forward to this this is like one of those this is a perfect super showdown match uh, you yeah. know let's this is where you have that six man tag and you know so I'm fine with it I'm looking forward to this it'll be fun it always is um, so yeah this will be good uh, doesn't really matter who wins
2: it would have been a little bit more I think I would have been it would have been cool if it was elimination
1: yeah, I mean, especially on a 12-hour show, you might as well. Yeah, especially, I guess we don't, we don't need to prolong it more than it already is.
2: Yeah, you know, but Ambrose, like, then you'd have like that. You could tease the Ambrose thing a little bit too. But
1: but then Braun wins. Like, it, oh yeah, yeah. You know, right. So yeah, you can't do that because then it makes everyone look weak instead of just. Duff.
2: To make this interesting, how many Superman punches do we see? Over under.
1: Over under five.
2: All right, I'm gonna go over under. I think the I think the minimum is seven.
1: Well, so you would go over. Yes, sorry, I'll go over five. I, it's definitely seven. Yeah, I don't know. That's, I was gonna say seven was my was my pick, um, but I think five is a fair line. But uh, seven, yeah, I, I actually agree.
2: All right, and then the end of an era. I'm sorry, no. That that was the that was the last match they were going to have. That was the last the real
1: this the, the real end of an match. era. But there are rumors of a tag match. I don't know if we'll actually get that or not. Um I was terrified watching the Undertaker team Stone Triple H. I thought he was going to die. Um so please refrain from hitting that. Oh, he's going to go for it, man. What do you mean? Of course he is. But like he couldn't he could barely hold him up. It, I was very scared.
2: Well Triple H is like just stop freaking working out, bro. Like take it yeah. easy.
1: That won't happen. But um Lifting so up my bald. Uh, I loved it. I thought it looked dope. Um <sighs> you know, first like that hair that he had was it was tough. It was really, really tough. So But wait
2: he's had short hair, hasn't he? Like
1: it, then it went short, right? And now it's bald. I I enjoyed it. I like um Kane, you know, that dude is a mayor. So, I don't expect him to be uh, hitting hit in the gym.
2: I... Uh, man, I don't know. Shawn Michaels bald hurt me.
1: <laughs> it truly is the end of an now. Yeah, no, that's the end of it. You don't need to
2: do a show. Just They should just had him come but, out and take his hat off. See,
1: like It's funny It's funny because like he's bald and then the Undertaker has like hair down to his ass that, you know, clearly isn't all his, but it's just funny, like you no, know, that guy was bald like a year ago. Uh so you know, there's always hope. Uh but I like the look, I like the change, good stuff all around. Uh this this of course it will be cool. Um there's nothing else it could be. Triple A versus the Undertaker, super showdown, perfect spot. Um it's not taking up anyone's time, it's not taking up anyone's place on a big card. Nobody can complain or cry. Um, you know. So I'm just going to enjoy this and take it for what it is. Uh, who wins? I mean, Triple H kind of has to win because, like, I don't know, maybe he gets his win back. But then again, how many times are we going to see the Undertaker? He should probably just win. So, I honestly, I don't know, and that's also kind of fun.
2: Yeah. Um, I just I, – I guess for me – who wins or loses doesn't matter as much as just – I hope they both look good. doesn't matter at all. Oh, no, it doesn't matter. But, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't care either way. I, I guess nope. it's just for me. I just – I don't want it to look bad. I don't want Taker to look bad.
1: Right, and I don't think he can. Triple H has never really, like, looked that bad. Um, so, it, it'll be good enough. These guys are two of the all-time greats. They, they know what they're doing.
2: Yep. And then we have one more show to talk about before we get out of here. All right,
1: which won't nearly be as long because you don't watch it, and I know how to abbreviate um, <laughs> uh, no, but uh, King of Pro Wrestling also takes place Monday morning, uh, you know, 5 a.m. ish, I believe, Uh you know, some tag matches. Then we have the Bucks, Hangman, and Owens against uh, Dod, Ishimori, and Far So, you know, that'll be fine. Uh, um, and then we have Evil against Zack Sabre. And the story at uh, Unleashed was that Evil just kind of can't beat Zack Sabre. He can't figure him out. Um, both of those guys are just on the verge of huge things in wrestling, so that's a really cool uh, matchup, right?
2: Oh, no, yeah.
1: Excellent analysis. Um, <laughs> then we have the IWGP <laughs> Heavyweight Championship Final, uh, Kushida against Marty scroll We touched on a little bit earlier, but this should be a really great, fun match. Uh, hopefully, this is uh, Marty's time to really shine with that title and... Really have a uh, run that means something. I don't
2: think he's gonna win it, man. I just Kushida
1: wins every tournament. Like, ugh. but the thing is, like, if Mari's whole heavyweight thing, so yeah. what is that? He, is he he's he's gonna... not a, he can't be a heavy, like. No, yeah, no, he can't. But I mean... <laughs> in New Japan, he's not fighting Godo. Like, there's it. So you know, uh, I get it. it for all in, it was really fun, and he can put on some muscle, but. In New Japan, he's not a heavy.
2: I would just like him to walk around with uh, the... Didn't Crash Holly walk around with like a... Uh, like a, a scale. A scale. Like that was, that yes. was
1: cool. That was cool for Crash Holly, yes. Not so much money, still. <laughs> Rest in peace, um, Crash
2: Holly, man. That's crazy. Just just thinking about that for a second.
1: Sorry. Yeah, you want to go through the list of 475 other wrestlers?
2: <laughs> no, but I just mentioned yeah. him, so I just... It was crazy. Gotcha. All right. Correct.
1: You're right. You're true. All right. True. Recipes. Anyway, uh, we have for the Tokyo Dome contract, Tanahashi against Jay White. Um, you know, this adds a little wrinkle with Gato uh, being with uh, Jay White now. Uh, you know, the booker is chosen a new guy. And the last time he did so, Okada kind of went straight to the top. So, you know, it adds like, oh, maybe Jay White's going to get the win here. And I, I thought about it. Um, it, it would be pretty cool. Him and Kenny have a history. It's not like it would be out of the question, but Tanahashi is main event in kingdom. Yeah, that's, that's the true. Wrestle Kingdom match. It, you know, so um whatever. But this should be a hell of a match I and mean, it's gonna be really, really good. I'm I'm
2: I'm I'm really sold on Jay White.
1: <laughs> it's amazing. I hate I hate this excursion program because the guys always come back. I mean it is amazing because they're always so much better. But, like, I hate every one of them until they come back because they're just so bland and terrible. And then it's like, oh, where was this for the past two years that I've been watching it? I'm waiting but for I someone think, else to come over. Yeah, it's it's been a little while. Um, you know, Hiromu and uh, Jay White were, like, the most recent. And I guess Sho and Yo who... Yeah. Sho and Yo, man uh, Hiromu uh, I don't know like that's probably the most drastic or Watanabe my god uh, to evil so like th- those are like the four that you know I know the best and it's just like what the fuck that's not the same guy so it's insane yeah. but then I didn't even know that this was a thing uh the heavyweight title triple threat Kenny Cody Ibushi my lord could you repeat hey, that
2: it, I was hacking up along um I muted
1: I'm sorry?
2: I was hacking up a lung, so I missed... Uh, I heard Cody Rhodes, Ibushi. Kenny. Yeah.
1: Like, and Kenny. I, I didn't, okay. I didn't even know that wow. this was going on. Uh, no, me neither. So, yeah. Kenny, Cody, Ibushi uh, for the title. Uh, you know, this is just... Wow. Uh, this is going to be dope. Um, you know, you got the IWGP US champion in the match. Uh all members of the Bullet Club elite and you know friends again. Uh, this this is going to be a lot of fun.
2: That's crazy, man. I, I'm looking forward to that. I'll actually take a look at it. Uh, I'll be uh, recovering from uh, some terrible, terrible dentistry I'm getting done. I'm excited about that. Uh, what I'm also very excited about and uh, almost forgot to mention this, but. As is a little bit of an annual tradition, I'll be stopping by to see our friends over at Headlocked Comics at Comic-Con. They'll be at booth 137. If you live in New York and you're going to Comic-Con, you're really missing out if you don't go there. Not only can you pick up the comic, which I think is great, uh, really, for my money, the best wrestling comic that I've read.
1: I know a wrestling comic that you will not be purchasing. <laughs>
2: and uh, you have uh, the guys who are going to be there signing are really cool, you have Christian uh, you have Jerry Lawler who does cover art for a lot of the issues, you have Lita uh, Sting uh, two guys actually uh, they're, they're kind of associated with a, a Master Public separate kind of Lucha comic, but uh, Tineblas Jr. and Alushi and then uh, Trish Stratish is going to be there so definitely cool, I uh, love the comic Go check it out. It's always like kind of wild over there at that booth. There's tons of wrestlers. Uh, yeah,
1: go say hello to Honky Tonk Man. Uh, he'll be around there at some point.
2: Honky <sighs> Tonk I don't think Honky Tonk Man listens to me, but he was not very nice to me the last time I was there. A little gruff. If you see hacksaw, uh,
1: and JBL wouldn't call you Mago. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll,
2: will I'll remind the viewers if you haven't heard that episode. I paid JBL twenty dollars. 20 hard earned dollars to get his autograph and he said what's your name and I said Michael and he didn't say it like I paid him not for the autograph he,
1: perfect, he, he perfectly like oh okay Michael
2: yeah like my wife was like "What? wait what happened here I don't isn't he supposed to say Michael and I was like thank you <laughs> so avoid him and is almost always there and do yourself a favor don't look up where he is just listen because you'll walk around and you'll just hear "ho," oh! and then you just follow it and you find him and it's the greatest he's the nicest guy uh you know he he'll he'll take a picture with you talk with you for a few minutes and you know he you know he's just happy he's literally just happy to be able to interact with fans so if you see him please stop by and see him uh he's always awesome all right, uh any other random news that we can uh, stretch the show out for
1: uh, no no i do not believe so uh, Joey Janela... uh oh, um, poor guy is is badly hurt just obliterated his entire knee um out for at least a year you know it's that's not good um you know really sucks really really bad timing for him you mentioned he stripped of the wwn title so we'll see a new champion crowned. uh they are i believe they're having a tournament uh so yeah uh, you know that's just a piece of unfortunate news uh to touch on you know best wishes to him and you know hopefully we get to see him again uh you know nobody was hotter than him right now in the indies and uh so really just bad timing
2: yeah no it's uh really quite terrible for him um uh... But, you know, they did announce that there's going to be, like, an L.A. Confidential, or Joey's L.A. Confidential, so he's going to, like, be involved in some way, he might not be wrestling, but...
1: Right, and he still has the, uh, I believe it is called Survivor Series, uh, show. Coming up. So, you know, they're still doing his stuff, and hopefully he'll still be able to be around, you know, in a wheelchair or on crutches, whatever, but, you know, uh man, just sucks, but hopefully he's able to keep making money and, you know, doing what he's got to do.
2: Totally agree. Uh, you know, go watch those shows when they come out, support him, uh, you know, just, uh, I, he's one of those guys, he's going to come back, he's still young, uh, it sucks, but I think he's going to come back and he's going to be uh, even hotter than he was before.
1: right you know, hopefully he slows down a little bit and stops, you know, diving all over the place and... Doing crazy, crazy stuff. That was
2: literally a freak though. like it's crazy oh, no, 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 that he's no. done so much insane stuff and then right. he gets injured like on a basic jump, you know.
1: Right, right. I'm not saying, you know, this dive cost him you know, I'm oh, just no, saying yeah. like hopefully now he's like, Okay, you know, I've I've learned that this can be taken away from me. Let me not like throw caution to the wind as much. because uh, you know, one of those crazy spots can always go wrong. Thank God it hasn't. Uh, but you know, always a, a scary sight. So you know hopefully you know he he's back sooner than uh expected and and all as well
2: hundred percent agreed all right well, I think so we got we got everything covered so uh send us your emails to running at gmail uh tell us what you thought about the show this week uh anything else that you guys want to share any questions any trivia we'd love to read them out on. On the show, you can follow us on Twitter at Running Wild L-W-O-S. You can follow me on Twitter at Rich underscore L-A-C-O-N-I. Uh, really excited to be back with you guys. Thank you for sticking with us. And I just wanted to remind you that you're listening to the podcast that is just too
0: sweet. For Rich N Runs, this is the host of Ring of Honor Wrestling, Ian Riccoboni, signing off. Be sure to join them next week for another episode of the Running Wild Podcast.